Good day to you, friends and family of the podcast, as we all seek to be with Jesus and like Jesus every single day. We're working through the Apostles' Creed and and really just kind of looking at why each stance and each sentence or statement is important and why we think why you know even going way back to the first and second century why they put it all together and said this is important for christians to believe and so we're just kind of looking at that and how does it help us become more with jesus and like jesus well understanding theology is not just an intellectual exercise it's also a heart exercise because if we can take and we talked about this a couple weeks ago if we can take what we know and let it descend from our head to our heart and allow it to change how we live and, and interact with the world, that's very, very helpful. Um, it also grounds us in this unshakable kingdom, understanding that God is is mighty and he's in control and he's faithful. By understanding these these deep truths uh, helps us understand that like it's not just patched together, thrown together. It's uh, there's a there's a eternal recipe of divine ordinance that's been brought about for us to understand and so we've been talking about that and today uh we're going to get into the the next line where here's where we're at well if we go from the top i believe in god the father almighty creator of heaven and earth i believe in jesus christ his only son our lord and this is where we're at today who was conceived by the holy spirit born of the virgin mary that's one statement i could have split it up into two uh, just done conceived by the Holy Spirit, but we're going to actually get back to the Holy Spirit uh, towards the end of uh, the creed when it goes into the I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, right? We're going to look at that later on. And so I really thought, and honestly, the the point is, is these are packaged together. It's conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary. I think it's important that we hold to the truth of the virgin birth i think it's very important for our theology to to recognize this not just because the bible says it right but that is important right the bible does say it in a couple different places that 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 the holy spirit came to a virgin this virgin's name was mary but because it it's tied so closely to other doctrines that we need to understand if we start to sort of break apart one theology doctrine it starts to sort of break apart others and what i mean by that is that for one the virgin birth shows the inbreaking of the supernatural right like it shows that this is an act of god that god had to step in um, and he steps in in such a way that this the incarnation right it's tied to the incarnation that jesus came down uh, as as this god man and was born in a unique in remarkable way he wasn't naturally he wasn't natural born right uh, in the sense of a of one man and one woman he was he was naturally born of god though he wasn't adopted in he's actually naturally born of god and this is important but it also ties together this divine and human nature that jesus is fully god and fully man and we have to understand this and i was reading about some of the theology uh of the virgin birth while preparing for this episode. And I came across a, a statement from Dr. Warfield, who 
uh, c comes at it from a very reformed perspective, but some of what he says is very important, so I'm going to read it. It is only in its relation to the New Testament doctrine of redemption that the necessity of the virgin birth of Jesus comes to its full manifestation. For in this Christianity, the redemption that is provided is distinctly redemption from sin. And that he might redeem men from sin, it certainly was imperative that the Redeemer himself should not be involved in sin. Assuredly, no one himself under the curse of sin, could atone for the sin of others. No one owing the law its extreme penalty for himself could pay this penalty for others. And he goes on to say, he should become incarnate after a fashion which would have him standing so far as his own responsibility is concerned outside that fatal entail of sin in which the whole natural race of Adam is involved. And that is as much as to say that the redemptive work of Christ, the work of the Son of God depends on his supernatural birth. But go on, um, Lorraine Boatner said, uh, the fact of the matter is that the great evangelical truths are strangely bound together as with a golden cord. Christ's entrance into the world or into this life, like his exit from it, was different from that of other men. And history shows that when the church becomes lax on as to the matter of his entrance, it soon becomes indifferent to the manner of his departure. And I like that idea. I like the idea of understanding that these things are kind of tied together. And that's why we say these creeds. Uh, it's, it's important for us to remember that Jesus was divinely brought into this world in such a remarkable way that we can go, wow, he must be God. But he was also born of a woman, so he must be man. And that truth is deep, thought-provoking, and helpful in a lot of different ways. But we're out of time for today, so let's talk again tomorrow.